Are you a crappy partner, crappy wife, crappy husband, crappy mate? This podcast is for you. Give yourself the gift of self-awareness. Learn new skills. Take the time to assess your partnership, marriage, relationship, etc. So how are we going to do this? Start by taking the Crappy Mate Quiz. The quiz can be found on our website, www.crappymate.com, on Pinterest, Crappy Mate, Instagram and Facebook, Crappy Mate Podcast. We will dedicate episodes to discussing the quiz topics. In further episodes, we will be exploring common problems, the speed bumps that occur in relationships. Also, we will introduce time-tested skills and helpful hints to enhance your relationship. And we invite you, our listeners, to contribute your thoughts, questions, or concerns regarding relationships. Welcome to the Crappy Mate Podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Vance Barnes, MD. I'm a board-certified general psychiatrist with 25-plus years in psychiatry. I have treated patients in a variety of settings, both inpatient units, outpatient units, partial hospitalization units, as well as detoxification programs and rehabilitation programs. And I've had a private practice for many, many years. And I'm Barbara Quaid, a marriage and family therapist. I also have over 25 years experience working with families, individuals, and couples. And my life as a therapist has been both humbling and joyful. Before we get started, I'd just like to talk about our disclaimer. The Crappy Made podcast is designed to be a useful tool to help individuals and couples have happier and healthier relationships. This podcast is not a substitute for individual or couples therapy, and as always, relationships need to be safe. Seek professional help as needed. The Crappy Made podcast was developed out of hearing years and years of stories and accounts from patients in therapy about their mates and themselves actually being crappy mates and poorly behaving within the relationship. And so this concept was then developed into a podcast of how can we help people to actually improve upon their relationships. And so in order to do this, we developed a quiz. And the quiz, we really thought about some concepts that we thought were important in a relationship. And so the Crappy Mate quiz ended up being a 10-question self-scoring assessment that can be found on our Facebook page. And our Facebook page is aptly named The Crappy Made Podcast. And along with the quiz, you will find a glossary with the terms we used both in the podcast and on the quiz. And this is so we can all be on the same page. Now, to score the quiz, you will read each question carefully and then ask yourself, do I do this almost always, sometimes, or almost never? And when we thought about this, the scoring is like this. Almost always is worth three points. Sometimes, two points. And almost never, one point. So once you have your total points, you add them up. And a score of 10 to 17 clearly indicates that one needs improvement. A score of 17 to 24, one has a degree of awareness, but improvement can still be beneficial. And a score of 24 to 30, one is aware, insightful, and acting in a positive manner as it pertains to the relationship.
today we'll be covering another quiz item, question item. And specifically, am I emotionally available to my mate? And our working definition for emotional availability is an individual's emotional responsiveness and attunement to one's mate's needs and goals. Thank you for that as well, Barbara. You know, the discussion today is a pretty important one, I think, because as we talk about being aware of our mate's emotional needs, we have to also be able to demonstrate that we are aware of that and aware of their needs. It's a very, very important aspect to a strong and healthy relationship, being able to demonstrate your emotional availability and your attunement to your mate's needs. And so that's why it's an item that we have tagged within the, the quiz and one that we want everyone to, to focus on very, very much in, in this process. So the lack of emotional comfort can leave one feeling lonely and unsupported in a relationship. And the lack of emotional unavailability can lead ultimately to the destruction of the relationship. I think that's right. I think people feel alone in a relationship when maybe one person is vulnerable, but the other is not. And then, you know, you're not getting that that give and take in a relationship, which we all need. You know, if I tell you something that I'm feeling, the expectation is, is you'll talk about your feelings as well. And I think there's that guarding and avoiding talking about personal history that sometimes happens when you're unavailable. And it's not just for new relationships as well. As I recall, in in therapy, I've had couples that have had 25, 30, 35 years together. And the husband or the wife or the, the mate has revealed something in session that their partners will look at them like, I never heard that before. I wasn't aware of your feelings where you were that sensitive or, or you were hurt from from a given event. So it, it doesn't matter if you've been in a relationship for a very short period of time or for a really long period of time. The emotional availability aspect of the relationship is going to stay just as vital from day one on through the length and the time of the relationship. That being able to be vulnerable, being able to be exposed in some ways emotionally is very, very important to emotional availability and to also being aware and attuned to what your partner's needs are emotionally. I think it also speaks to my partner knows who I am and I know who my partner is. If we keep some of our history hidden, then we're not going to be open with our partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And and really from the beginning of the relationship, I would say that's a, a really crucial time to, to really put all the ducks out on the table, so to speak, and to be open because you don't want things to to come out later on in a relationship that perhaps you you may be embarrassed about or uncomfortable with. And it's about really learning how to be vulnerable with your mate, how to, to, to really to, uh, to expose yourself, so to speak, in an emotional sense that will then be hopefully reciprocated by your mate as well. And I think, Dr. B, it's respecting emotions. And when I say that, I'm saying that all emotions are valid. 
all of them. Sometimes we like to think that anger is is a negative emotion, but it's anger. We all have it. We all feel it. It's how we express it that's that's the issue. So if we can treat our own emotions with respect, hopefully we can treat our our partner, our mate's emotions with respect. Oh, I think that's a wonderful point, and it's and it's one that we don't often think about, but we have to know that what we feel is okay, mm-hmm. and that it's all right because it's our feelings, and we have the right to to our feelings, and and we have a right to learn. I think how to express those feelings in a way that. Our mates can can hear those feelings and understand those feelings, and and that to me is a, a very key aspect of not only emotional availability, but it's also emotional intelligence. Can I say things in a way that I can be perceived in a way that I will be heard and understood, uh, and not offending other people? And I think that it's important to be able to have people say things to you that you can accept and hear and understand from an emotional standpoint where they're coming from. And especially during and within the relationship, it's very vital to be able to do that. And because we live in the world, we are always going to be going through stressful or emotional times. So even if you are newly dating, You might have to attend a wedding or somebody's funeral or you lose a job or someone gets sick. But these kinds of things, these kinds of events happen throughout our lives. And so it's really recognizing that are we able to comfort our mate when they're going through a difficult time? Because we might not share the same difficulty. I've seen this occur in real life in session work. Um, I will often have couples in my office and there'll be a, a very emotionally charged event that they're recalling or uh, one of the mates is, is stating about a, a, an event or, or something that has occurred. And I, I watch at times where the mate is not being comforted, the one who's expressing so much emotionally. And I'm sitting back and I'm waiting for their partner to get up, do something that shows how much that they're connecting and they're understanding and understanding their emotional needs. And at times I, I have to admit that I have to I have to step in and I have to say, would it be okay that he or she gave you a hug at this moment? sensing emotionally what they're needing at that time, although the partner may or may not have thought about it. But it's also the modeling that I would want to to get across during the session is to model how we should be showing this emotional acceptance and emotional availability to our partners by showing and displaying and asking about their emotions, and what it is that we perhaps can comfort them with at that time. You mentioned emotional intelligence. And so, you know, some of us have more of it and some of us have less. But I will also say it's something that we can practice and learn. So all of us can practice and learn this. Absolutely. No, I would agree. And and unfortunately, we're seeing in our society today that there's less and less emotional intelligence and the caring and sensitivity of what other people's needs are. 
it seems to me is it's being less and less regarded in, in today's world. So you're saying that just in general, people are less empathetic. Yeah, less mm-hmm. emotionally available to others. Yes, mm-hmm. that's 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 my feeling. I could be wrong with that, but I'm I'm seeing that more and more in today's world. People are less available to others. So we want to practice that, nourish that part of ourselves to try to be available for others, emotionally available. Mm-hmm. And especially in a romantic relationship, it's very, very important to be emotionally available for your mate. Let me give our listeners kind of a personal uh, example of this and, and how having that emotional availability can be very, very comforting to your mate. And when it's not available, it can be also very, very painful at times. I was involved in a in a marriage whereby my wife at the time did not want my daughter to come and visit our home. And I just found that to be very difficult and it was very painful and hurtful without really a clear-cut reason why my daughter could not visit our home was quite disturbing to me. But just her unavailability, her lack of understanding how this was going to be, and it had been very hurtful to me, was a clear indication of the fact that she lacked that emotional support, ability to give that emotional support to me in that situation. That sounds really hard, really hard and hurtful for all involved. So that's one of the things that we can be looking at is how can we do better at this? Are you able to have meaningful conversations with your mate? That's an important conversation. Can you talk about emotions? Can you discuss how you're feeling? Very important. And I I think that a lot of couples have trouble with that, being able to be vulnerable in that way. And that directly relates to their emotional availability. Because I think without the vulnerability, you don't have the emotional availability. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some helpful hints. And each podcast, we will be providing some helpful hints to get you started in improving your relationships. We hope you will use these between podcasts and also that you'll make a practice of using these hints. So for emotional availability, our helpful hints for today are set healthy boundaries for yourself. Respect your mate's boundaries. Set aside time to talk about dreams, plans for the future, philosophy of life, current problems. Set aside a time when you can do that in a relaxed way. Pay attention to your own emotional needs. Pay attention to and inquire about your mate's emotional needs and wants. Talk about emotions often and with respect. Thank you for that, Barbara. You know, that the other key aspect I, I just want our listeners to, to remember is that if we're able to demonstrate we're emotionally available to our mate, this will be a, a very, very important aspect and key ingredient to really forming and sustaining a healthy relationship. So the lack of emotional comforting can also just leave us feeling lonely and unsupported. So it's really important to, to look at this from the aspect that you want to be available and that you want to 
work on yourself and work on your relationship so that you are always available to your mate. In closing the podcast today, I just want to remind our listeners of our disclaimer. The Crappy Mate podcast is designed to be a useful tool to help individuals and couples have happier and healthier relationships. This podcast is not a substitute for individual or couples therapy. And as always, relationships need to be safe. Seek professional help as needed. Thank you for listening to the Crappy Made podcast. We invite you to submit comments, questions, and our concerns about today's podcast, or give us feedback on relationship topics you'd like to hear covered. We encourage you to try our helpful hints. Give these a go, try them on, try them on for size. Remember, you can follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages under the Crappy Mate podcast. Our website is www.crappymate.com. And please be sure to subscribe. Thank you for listening.